0: We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things, the word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform the Holy Spirit, his power and demonstration of the same and love, love for God, for yourself and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted word from God's servant. Get ready for a transformation.
1: You know, in Isaiah chapter 58, and I would encourage you to read it, the Lord was really showing us the difference between people who say they are fasting, but fasting religiously, fasting and asking, why am I not seeing God? I am fasting. But in Isaiah 58, when you read it, you will see that they were also fighting between each other. They were not fasting for God. They were fasting for religion. And when you continue to read in Isaiah 58, God will show you when you truly fast, what happens. What are the, the results of fasting for God? But the, the uh, importance of today, the verse that I want to really emphasize on is Isaiah chapter 58, verse 12 and when you read uh, when you when i look when i research on what does bridge b r e a c h what does bridge mean when god is saying you will be the repairer of bridge what does the word bridge mean it means an act of breaking or failing to observe a law or Another word says not to do what was promised or agreed, an infraction or violation, a breaking or being broken, a gap, a space where things not intended for came in. So what does a repairer of bridge mean? Someone who restores the right way immediately. The one who can find all the broken, the missing pieces and put it back together. The one who not only corrects, but will provide a new way of doing. The only one that has the capacity to issue an order or create a new policy. Another um, definition will be the one who has the authority To make whole again. And you are probably wondering. Why am I talking about bridge. Repairer of bridge. While praying um, for today. And even before. Even Pastor Wale Asked me to come here today. The Holy Spirit. Was speaking in my heart. And saying that. He is the only one. Able to revive. Any broken. Any shattered. Any abandoned dreams. He is the only one that is the repairer of broken walls, of of the bridge. That's my message today. That the Holy Spirit, the one who revived Jesus from the dead, can revive that broken dream. If you allow him to. If you allow him to. And if you dare to dream again. If you dare to try again, he's the one that can revive, resuscitate, strengthen, revive again this dream. Amen? And when you read Isaiah chapter 66 verse 13, Isaiah chapter 66 verse 13, it says, As a mother that comforts her child, so will I comfort you. And you will be comforted. And I was, I was reading this and I was like, why would God emphasize on that? As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. It could have stopped here. But God said, you will be comforted. If you are a mom, you will know you can do your best. You can do your best when your child is sick. When your child is not feeling well to comfort this child. But you will do your best, but this child will, you know, have just a dose of comfort. But God here is saying, you will be comforted. When um, When you look up the word, what does comforted mean? Because I wanted to know, why will God say, you will be comforted? It says, to give back strength and hope. To restore your sense of well-being. To move from a state of pain, discomfort, tension, anxiety, to a state of freedom. To be comforted means the absence of irritation, frustration, and disappointment. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that your word says that you will comfort us and we will be comforted lord thank you thank you jesus maybe you're asking yourself what does a broken dream mean what does it mean to have a broken dream it means letting go of a desire settling for less refusing to step out of your comfort zone taking that act of faith that god called you to do Something you wish you have done differently. That is a broken dream. Letting go of a desire. Letting go of a desire. Maybe for you, it's you're married. You prayed. You prayed to be married. And now that you're married, it's like you're always in a fighting mode. Or the desire you had for your partner, you're looking for it. Some people will always say, "The honeymoon stage is over. Maybe that's you today." Or maybe you have been in so many relationships or hoping for a healthy relationship, but you have never experienced what maybe Pastor Wale and Pastor Toro are always talking about, or, you know see this couple and you're like, "When will be my turn? When will it be my turn?" Or maybe you, are, you were pregnant and you lost that pregnancy. Even though it's first, second, third trimester, you went through a loss. And it was so traumatic that you told yourself that never again, Lord. It's okay. I will not be a mom. I will have spiritual kids, but it's not for me. Or maybe you're praying for the fruitfulness of the womb every month. When you do the test, it's negative. Every month, it's a disappointment. Every month, you're asking yourself, when will it be my turn? And you're seeing your friends all around you saying, hey, I'm expecting, ah, or inviting you to a baby shower. And it breaks your heart. And it's breaking your heart. Oh, you are a brother. And you're seeing your wife how she's struggling, how she's suffering. And you are like, you know what? Maybe it's not for me to be a father. Is it you? Are you this person I am talking about? Or maybe you're failing in your dream classes. You prayed to come to this university. You prayed that they will accept you in this class. And you're failing. Or you are barely passing. Or maybe you applied for that dream job in your co-op term and you're just getting, how do they call it, rank. You know, you're the third, the fourth. And everyone that's not a Christian is just getting, you know, job offer, job offer, and they have to make a selection. Is that you? Am I talking to you today? Is this message for you? Ask yourself, what is your broken dream? Right now, take a moment. Just pause for a couple of seconds. And if you are like, but maybe I don't have any. You know the Holy Spirit knows everything. Maybe you're not even aware that you missed it. You missed that opportunity to be in God's plan for you. Ask yourself, ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what is that thing that I've let go? What is that thing that I gave up? On what is that thing that I settled for less instead of seeking for God's glory? I just took the bare minimum, I just settled for less because I didn't know if it would happen. So, you know, I just took it. Maybe it's a home you are looking to buy a house in a specific location, in a specific neighborhood, and you are like, you know, the interest rate is increasing and the you know the purchasing power is decreasing you know what let me just i wanted to go in the east or in the north let me just stay i don't know in downtown or something like that is that you is that you the holy spirit wants to heal you the holy spirit wants to revive that broken dream tonight the holy spirit wants you to humble yourself Ask him, Holy Spirit, what is it? What is it? I don't want to miss it again. What is it? Maybe it's, you know, that you should be, I don't know, a director or a manager or, you know, a position that when you were 20 years old, you said when I will be 30 30 years old, I would have this and this and this. And it's not looking like this. You're still struggling. What is it? What is it, brother and sister? What is it? I want you to take a moment. Please take a moment and just ask Holy Spirit, reveal to me. What is that thing that I've let go? What is that prayer point that I just stopped praying over? What is it, Holy Spirit? Oh, Holy Spirit, minister to our hearts tonight. Minister to our hearts tonight because we don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss that appointed time. There is an appointed time for that dream to happen. But if you don't know what that dream is, what, what is that thing that you've let go? Is it that you moved to Canada? And you thought, I remember Sister Victoria, she said that when she came to Canada, everyone was saying, you know, when you will step out the, of the airport, you will see money on the floor. <laughs> Money on the ground, money everywhere. What is it when you came to this country and you had that vision in your mind and it's not looking like this? What is it? What is it that you are like, okay, at least I'm in Canada. At least I'm in this country. It's okay if I don't have this. If, it's okay if I don't get that. What is it? What is that dream You know, a couple of years ago, and many of you know, my husband and I, we went into fertility treatment just to be able to have children. I remember, I think it was 2017, and we went like the first round. We were so hopeful, you know, like just saying yes, because God said we will bear fruits. We will bear fruits. So when we went into the first round, we were so hopeful and then I did not get pregnant. And we were like, well, it's okay. It's the first one. Let's do the second one. It will work. And it did not work. And we did three rounds in total, three rounds of fertility treatment. And when we were, we got pregnant, we were so happy. I remember the day I, um, they told me I was pregnant. I jumped. If you tell me to jump right now, I don't know if I would be able to jump that high. I was so excited. I was so excited. But I went into an extreme preterm labor and I lost the pregnancy. It was just a traumatic, traumatic, you know, um, way of conceiving, traumatic pregnancy, traumatic birth. And even with Nicole Hope, my daughter, when I finally got pregnant, the pregnancy was so hard. I was on bed rest. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I had to time myself to go in the washroom or to take my shower just in case I go into labor. So when I got Nicole Hope, I was like, it's okay. My dream was to have two children, but you know what? It's okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Nicole Hope. Thank you that you blessed me with one child, with a girl. Lord, I say thank you. And I just let go of that dream of having two children. And, you know, um, three years, three years after, and I was, you know, decided in my heart that I will not have any children again. And the Lord revealed to me in my dream that he will visit me. And this pregnancy will be easy. This pregnancy will be smooth. And this pregnancy, because when I got pregnant the second time, I said, Jesus, I don't want to have a boy. Because with what I went through with the first one, so when the Lord said that this pregnancy I will have a boy, I was shocked. I was shocked. And I cried. Because I I gave up on that thought. I gave up on that dream of having more children. And you know, the, the verse that the Lord gave to me is in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 12. And it says, I will extend my peace to her like a river. And I just hold on to that verse. And you know, that pregnancy with Zachary was just smoothless. I never had a baby shower with my, my first and second pregnancy. I never knew the joy of even being able to work, even coming to church. I never, I don't know, I can't count how many times I miss church during my pregnancy. This is what God does when he revive your dream. This is what God does when he revive your dream. I remember when the Lord showed me that I will give birth I prayed because my first one was so traumatic, giving birth, you know, to a silent baby. And then the second one with Nicole Hope, we nearly lost her. I had to be rushed in the emergency to have an emergency C-section. And I prayed to God and I said, God, give me new memories. Give me new memories, Lord. And this is what, you know, when you come into the realization of your power, the authority. Because that this is what the Bible says. That you have the power, the authority in you through the Holy Spirit. When you come in agreement with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit reveals you what the broken dream, what, what is that thing that you've let go. And I remember with Zachary, I was just, you know, just, they would say chilling. Like just sitting like this on the bed. And just waiting, like just waiting, okay? And the nurse was saying, you know, you had like the second, your second child was through an emergency C-section. You will have this one for an emergency C-section. And I remember just holding on to that verse that you will extend your peace on me like a river. I will not, you know... It's okay, Lord, even if I cannot have a normal delivery, it's okay. I am here. I am alive. I am breathing. I have my child who is coming soon. And Zachary, you know, when the doctor came back, Zachary was born within, I think, like four minutes or seven minutes. And it was such a smooth pregnancy. So I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you with the word of God today. And I hope you took time. I hope you took time and asked the Holy Spirit, what is that dream that I've let go? What is that prayer point that I just stopped praying on? In Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 27, the Lord says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Is that relationship too hard for God to resuscitate that desire for your partner is it too hard that promotion you've been hoping for that increase in your salary behold i am the lord the god of all mankind is anything too hard for me to do in psalm chapter 66 verse 20 it says bless be god Who has not turned away, turned down, rejected, refused my prayer requests. What is it? What is that dream? What is that hope? What is that prayer request? Brothers and sisters, he can do it. He will do it. He wants to do it. He is able to do it. Trust in him. Rely in him. He is the only one that can resuscitate that can bring back to life that desire, that hope that dream, if you let him, if you let him in Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 it says, God is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man that he should repent has he said and will he not do or has he spoken and will he not make it good? He brought you to this country. He brought you to this country. It's not for you to struggle. It's not for you to lose hope and saying to yourself, I was better back home. At least I had this. At least I had that. He's the one that put this dream in your heart. Trust Him. Trust Him. Trust Him. This is your country. This is your home. He will bless you. We all have an appointed place where God sends the blessing. Trust Him. Trust Him. In Isaiah chapter 54, verse 4, it says, Fear not. Fear not. For you shall not be ashamed. No, be confounded and depressed, for you shall forget the shame of your youth. Maybe something happened in your marriage between you and your wife, you and your husband, that you wish you didn't do what you did. I don't know what it, it is. But God is saying, fear not, for you shall not be ashamed. You shall not be confounded, depressed, for you shall forget the shame of your youth. Is it that thing that you did in the past that you think that now you know I don't deserve this? It's too good for me. I don't deserve it because of what I did. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I am. Why, am, why do I deserve this thing? Why do I deserve this person or oh, to be loved? What is it? What is that dream? What is that dream, brothers and sisters? What is that hope? What is that thing that you settle for less? Maybe because it's just because of a lack of faith. What is it that you thought to yourself, but you know, God is doing it? You know, Pastor Wale, it's Pastor Wale. Oh, it's Minister Peace. I am not Minister Peace. I am not Pastor Toro. I remember we were talking, my husband and I, about our backyard. And then I was saying, oh, you know, we need to do something about the grass, you know, make it look uh, nicer. And my husband was like, maybe I should call a landscaper. (laughs) Maybe I should call a landscaper. And I joke with him and I said, oh, you Pastor Wally. Because it was the same Sunday that Pastor Wale gave his testimony about how he, he didn't pay that amount that he should have paid for the work they did in his backyard. And you know what he told me? The same spirit that lives in Pastor Wale lives in me. So what is it? What is it, brothers and sisters? He did it for me. He can do it for you. He did it for Pastor Wale or Minister Peace. He can do it for you. What is it? Stop limiting God. You're taking away his glory. His time to shine. you not letting him, you know, allowing him to step into that situation. He's taking away his glory. An opportunity for you to show someone who your God is. What is it? What is it, brothers and sisters? What is that thing that you've let go, that you thought to yourself you don't deserve it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Pastor Wale always say that we should war with the word. We should war with the word of God. Once the Holy Spirit shows you that thing, once the Holy Spirit reveals to you the desire that you've let go, the next step you need to do is go, to the, go in the Word. Look for a verse. Look for an anchor, a foundation. That when, you know, it's taking time or you're not seeing the manifestation of that dream, you can go back to that verse and say, Your Word says, Lord, you've said, you've told me, it is written. What is it? In Genesis chapter 32, verse 26, Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is it? What are you doing in your quiet time? How are, you, how are you doing this? You know, war with the word. How are you doing this? Lord, thank you. If you do it, I bless you. If you don't do it, it's okay. It's okay, God, I understand. No. No, Lord, you said in your word that I will bear children. You said in your word that no one amongst your people will miscarry. Lord, thank you that what happened in the past will not happen again. This is how you war with the word. Lord, thank you. It is you, or you. Lord, thank you. You put it in my heart. And you will not take it away. This is what you said in your word. That anything that left your mouth, you will not take it back. Lord, thank you that your word says it will not come back to you void. Without accomplishing, completing the task that you sent it to do. What is it? How are you doing? How are you using the word of God in that situation? Look for a verse. Look for an anchor. Ask the Holy Spirit and he will show you. He will speak to you if you allow him to. In Isaiah chapter 43 verse 26, the Amplified Classic says, Put me in remembrance. Remind me of your merit. Let us plead and argue together. Set forth your case that you may be justified. Prove right. How are you reminding God of his promises for your life? This is what the word says. Put me in remembrance. Remind me. Remind me. Not that God has forgot his word, but he wants you to use his word in your prayer time. Plead. Let us plead and argue together. Set forth your case that you may be justified. Hallelujah! What is it? What is it, brother and sister? I hope you're having a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I hope you're having a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I hope you're asking the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, reveal, reveal to me. What is that thing that I've let go? What is that thing that I did not let God shine? What is this opportunity that I took away, that I kept, and I did not see the, God's glory, the hand of God over this situation? What is it? In Proverbs 13, verse 12, in the Amplified Classic, it says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is the tree of life. In the easy translation it says, When you do not receive the things that you hope for, it makes you sad. But when you receive what you have always wanted, you are happy. What is it? We we are talking about the good, good shepherd. How God is the good shepherd. How he wants to take care of us. How he wants to lead us. Are you letting him? He wants to revive that desire in your heart. You came here for a purpose. You are working there for a purpose. You got married for a purpose. What is it? What is it, brothers and sisters? In the uh, TPT version of Romans 8, verse 32, it says, For God has proved his love by giving us. Let's read it together. I don't know if media is able to display the verse. Romans chapter 8 verse 32 it says, For God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up, As the sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give. What is it? What is it? I want you to read that verse again. Can you imagine asking me for one of my child? If someone is able to give their child their only son away, What is it that he will not give you? What is it that he will not be able to do for you? Hallelujah. I hope someone is getting blessed. I hope someone is getting blessed. And the next thing you need to ask yourself is, is that dream, that desire, that hope. Will it bring bring glory to your Father in heaven? In John chapter 14, verse 14, in the NKJV version, it says, If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. In Zechariah chapter chapter 9, verse 12, Zechariah chapter 9, verse 12, it says, I will restore twice as much of you. What is that thing that you've lost along the way? Because you gave up. Because you've let go. Because you settled for less. This is what the word of God is saying. I will restore twice as much of you. I will restore. I will restore. I will give you double. What is it, brothers and sisters? I know it's hard. I know. I know. Maybe you're still hurting. Maybe that situation just happened and you're maybe wondering, what am I saying? Maybe you're asking yourself, I don't even know what you're feeling right now. But the Holy Spirit knows and he wants to heal you. He wants to heal you. He he wants to be the repairer of that broken wall, that broken relationship, that broken hope that broken desire, that broken dream. Let him, allow him, allow him to. Allow him to. Let him step in. Trust me, he can do it. He can do it and he will do it. Trust in him. I don't remember the exact Uh, verse but it says when you fully trust in Yahweh when you put your trust in Yahweh when you fully trust in Yahweh help is on the way where is your trust today where did you put your trust is it in your work, is it in your husband is it in the doctor, in the medication you are taking right now where is that trust trust fully in Yahweh and help is on the way. Trustfully in the Lord and help is on the way. And he wants to be your helper. This is our month of great help. But you need to allow him to step in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us soul to just grab a piece of paper. Let's do it quickly together. Grab a piece of paper. Look for a pen. Grab a piece of paper and look for a pen. And I want you to write down that dream. I want you to write down that desire. Maybe it's just a word. Maybe it's like a long paragraph. I don't know. I want you to write it down. I will try to say this with my accent Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 verse 3 chapter 2 verse 2 to verse 3 in the NKJV version says Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 to verse 3 in the NKJV version says if media can display it Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 to verse 3 NKJV version says the Lord answered me and said Write the vision and make it plain on tables. The easy translation says, Write down what I will show you. Make it very clear on the page where you write it. And then it continues and it says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. In the Amplified Classic version, it says, it will not deceive or disappoint. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 to 3, and I hope you're writing down an act of faith. Write it down. Write it down. The Lord answered to me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tables. In the easy translation, it says, write down what I will show you make it very clear on the page where you write it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. It will not deceive. It will not disappoint. Write it down. Write it down as an act of faith. It will speak It will not lie. It will not deceive you. It will not disappoint you. But there is an appointed time. Write it down. And please keep that piece of paper. Please keep it. If you don't have your diary with you, write it in a a diary somewhere that it will not, you know, get lost. So that you can go back to it. And remind yourself of that dream that you wrote. Write it down. Write it down and pray over it. Pray over it. Declare the word of God over it. Hallelujah. I will give you just a couple of seconds because I want you to write it down. Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? How many is it? How many? How many have you let go? Have you just given up on? Is it your work? Is it your family? Is it your financial situation? What is it? What is it? Maybe you're looking at your bank account right now. Write it down. Write it down. Lord, thank you that I will see this amount in my bank account. Lord, thank you that you are my provider. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Write it down and trust. Trust in the Holy Spirit. Take your time. Take your time. Write it down. Do it as an act of faith. Do it as an act of faith. And if you're done writing it down, please, can you stand up? If you're done writing that thing down, that hope, that dream, that you have been, you know, you've let go a long time ago, please, can you stand? And hold that piece of paper. Hold it. Holy. and we are going to pray together we are going to pray together hallelujah 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 talk to your maker father father I thank you that you are the only physician that can restore that can repair that can revive that can regenerate that can resuscitate any broken, shattered dreams. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you are the only physician that can make my heart whole again so that I can dream again, so that I can hope again. Lord, thank you that you want to heal me tonight. Thank you that it, my, it is my time. My case came up. It is my time. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Forgive me for my lack of faith. Forgive me if I took away the chance for your name to be glorified in that situation. Lord, forgive me. Oh, Lord, thank you that you are a good, good father. Thank you, Lord, that your mercies, your mercies endures forever. So, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you that I will give you this opportunity This opportunity to step in because your word says when you come in the battlefield, you come in with shouts of victory, shouts of praise. Thank you that you are the repairer of broken, broken walls, broken dreams. Lord, thank you that you can heal me of this traumatic, traumatic event. You can heal my body. You can heal my womb. You can heal my body. You can heal my mind. Lord, thank you that you are healing my mind. That the devil will not continue to, you know, throw these memories in my mind every time. This is coming up every time. And you are feeling it every time. As if you are living it again. Lord, thank you. You are the only one that can heal me that can heal me, that can deliver me from this traumatic event. Oh, Jesus, thank you that you will revive in me this hope, this dream. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you that I will dare to dream again. I will dare to hope again. I will dare to dream again. I will dare to hope again. I will dare to make plans again. I will dare to rely on the Holy Spirit again. I forgive myself. You need to forgive yourself. The first step in the healing process is to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Lord, I forgive myself. Thank you, Jesus, that you love me, that I am worthy, that you said you are taking away my shame, that the things that I've done in the past, You say that I will not see shame. Lord, thank you that I will dare to dream again because I am worthy. I am worthy. I am loved. You loved me first. Lord, thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus. Will you not do this for me? This is what the Lord is saying to you. He gave Jesus his only son. Can you imagine? Oh, Lord, thank you that you love me. You don't love me like men love me, like people around me love me, and then they disappoint me. Thank you that you love me for who I am, for who I am. I don't have to change. I don't have to be a different person. You just love me because you love me. You love me because you love me. So thank you that I am worthy of that dream. I am worthy of that hope. I am worthy to dream again, to make plans. I am worthy, Lord. And thank you, Jesus, that I will not miss the appointed time. I will not miss the helpers of my destinies, the one that will help me, the one that you've sent, selected to bless me. Lord, thank you that I will not miss it. I will not miss it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you say you will restore me double, double, Jesus. So, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. You are the only one that can revive, can resuscitate, can revive, can bring back to life that desire, that hope, that dream. Lord, thank you, Jesus, that you want to do it and you are able to do it, Jesus. Oh, we want to thank you that you are the God of all mankind. You are the God of all mankind. Lord, thank you. Thank you that I have you in my corner. How can I fail? How can I fail? I have you, Jesus. Thank you that you will guide my steps. Thank you that you will guide my steps. Jesus, thank you for that word you will send. That will be an anchor that I can rely on, that I can run to. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you are healing. Thank you that you are healing. If you are watching online, I hope you wrote down what the Holy Spirit talked to you in your ears. I hope you wrote it down as an act of faith. Oh, Lord, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that I will hope again. I will laugh again. I will hope again. I will laugh again. Oh yere bebe de de zonto ya zonto de de This song is coming up in my heart and I just want us to sing it together I cannot call on your name And end up in shame No way No way say it again, let's say it again, declare it, declare it, declare it over this situation, declare it over this situation, Lord, thank you that you are my God, you are my God, you are my God, Jesus, I cry out to you, Jesus, I cry out to you, oh, in this situation your name will be glorified in this situation because you are my God you are my God Jesus thank you thank you that like the blind man I will not keep silent when everyone around me is saying don't bother him don't bother praying over this thing why are you hoping in this It never worked for anyone. Why will it work for you? I will not keep quiet. Jesus, I cry out to you. Jesus, I cry out for my family. I cry out for my family. Lord, thank you that you can resuscitate the love between husband and wife. Lord, thank you that you did not call me in this marriage for me to be fighting every day lord thank you that you did not bring me that far for me to fail jesus thank you that i can trust in you i can rely in you i can hope in you oh yeah Ye, baby, zoom to yada, nana, she. Ye, baby, just sing a song in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, <speaking> baby, <in> zoom to yada, nana, she. Yada, baba, zoom to yada, nana, nana. Ye, yada, baba, she. Yada, baba, zente, yada, baba, zente, zente, yada, 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 see yourself in the Spirit see yourself in the Spirit see yourself in the Spirit already walking in that miracle see yourself in the Spirit already walking in that miracle rejoice rejoice your time of mourning is over in the mighty name of Jesus your time of mourning is over, of crying, of asking the Lord. Oh, you are my God. That's why I'm alive, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're
0: too faithful to
1: disappoint me. Remind yourself of the faithfulness of God. in my life. to You're too
0: faithful to fail me. So faithful, you're too faithful to fail me, too faithful to fail me, me. you're too faithful to disappoint me, cause you you're.
1: Faithful You're too faithful to fail me. I trust in you. I will dance again. I will rejoice again. Oh thank you, Jesus. Thank you that it is done. Thank you that it is done. Tama che yeah. Oh, you never lie. You never lie. Your word never failed, You're still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We will come back with yet another testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus, they will share my testimony on this altar. I will declare, I will testify how you showed up, how you showed off in this in this situation. Yes, Lord, thank you. Yes, Lord, thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus Jesus. in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen hallelujah um please let us welcome minister peace as she continues the service
0: Please have your seat in God's presence. Amen. Have you been blessed tonight? Have you been blessed tonight? Can you just celebrate that <laughs> Sophia? Thank you so much Sister Sophia for for blessing us tonight with the word. It was such a I don't know about you but it was it was I like the words too. To describe it, you know, so many things she's, she said stood out for me. And thinking about our scripture in Isaiah 66 that says, I will extend to her my peace like a river. I took note here that she said something. She said, There's an appointed time for the fulfillment of that dream. But then, if you don't remember what that dream is in the first place, How would you be able to take the necessary steps that is required for the fulfillment of that dream? And while she was speaking, this scripture just came to my heart, Isaiah fifty-four verse two, that says, "It says enlarge the place of your tents, and let them stretch out the curtains of of your dwellings. Do not spare." lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes i I like what i like what it says in the next verses it says for you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited verse 4 says do not fear for you will not be ashamed one translation says you will not be disappointed you know as she was just saying and she kept saying lord the prayer that she prayed to God and, and she told God, Lord, give me new memories. You know, scripture says in, in James, in James 5, verse 16, it says, The heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. And sometimes we've taken that scripture to mean, yes, the scripture means continual, continuous um, prayer, but we've taken it to mean something entirely different, where the scripture, when the scripture is very simple, when it says the heartfelt, just those simple prayers that we pray, the simple ones that if we're saying it to man, it may go unnoticed, those simple emotional prayers that we pray, it says, Lord, give me new memories because the ones that I have now, they're not the type of memories that I want to. Keep brooding upon. And the religious man might think that is not a, a faith prayer because you're supposed to say, Lord, despite these memories. But that simple prayer of Lord, give me new memories. And so tonight, I don't know who you are, but I'm just saying to you: drop the grammar, drop the King James language, and just come to God as simple as possible come to him as simple as you feel like maybe you feel like you can't even say those words why not write them out hallelujah lord give me new memories and as she was talking about the dream that you've that you may have let go and she said something she said to write out the dream and to pray on it and i was thinking like what if you can't even remember that dream And the Lord reminded me of when I just landed to Canada, landed in Canada. You know, scripture says in John, Jesus speaking to his disciples, he said, and he, talking about the Holy Spirit, will bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. It means that it doesn't matter how deep you've gone. The Lord can remind you of those things that he spoke to you. Talking about the children of Israel, the Lord said, I will, I will lead her, I will lure her to the wilderness where we first met. And tell her, remind her of my love. Hallelujah. Yeah. It was such an awesome time in God's presence tonight. Such an awesome time. And so maybe you're watching right now and you're not born again such intimacy such repairing of breaches of broken walls cannot be found outside christ you know we say that if you have ptsd we can help you manage the symptoms we can tell you what to do in case you relapse but we don't tell you we cure ptsd i'm talking about as you know psychologists as mental health professionals No one tells you that they can cure PTSD. But when you come into Christ, there is total and absolute healing. The recovery, the cure, the freedom from that trauma, from from those broken walls and bridges, it's only found in Christ. And I want to lead you to Christ tonight if you're not born again. In Romans 10, It says if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, and if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you'll be saved. And so if you're that person tonight and you're not saved, I just want to I just want to lead you to Christ tonight. So please say these words after me. Dear Jesus, I believe. I believe that you died. I believe that you were buried. And I believe that you were raised back to life. And tonight, I confess you, Jesus, as Lord over my life. Thank you, Jesus, because now you are Lord over my life. I surrender my life to you and I proclaim that you are Lord over my life. Thank you, Jesus, because according to your word, I am now saved. Amen, amen, amen. Congratulations, you said that prayer. You are
1: now born again. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.